This is what camp's about. Who's with me? Keep telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody? Time for you all to leave. Hey. Clearly this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy. Gave it a name that's precious. We're on our own. We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Ooh. Yes! Dinosaurs? Plenty of dinosaurs. So, ready for an adventure? Absolutely. But I'm going to need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place. <laughs> okay, we're going now. Let's get the six of you to camp. Welcome back to Camp Cretaceous Month here at the Jurassic Park Podcast. Today, we're going to be taking a look at episode four of the series. Along with my friend Alicia Stella, we had a great time looking back at episode three, and I'm excited, Alicia, to get your thoughts on episode four because this is a it's a pretty big one. So, so first off, how are you? And also, after that, give me your take on what would be the coolest attraction at Jurassic World. What would be the coolest attraction yeah, yeah. at Jurassic World? I, you know, um, I, 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 I want to ride in a gyrosphere, obviously. Um, but the one thing that's like such a mystery is I want to see the water park. <laughs> like, oh, I want to yeah. know. I want to know if they incorporate <laughs> dinosaurs into the water park or if it's just like a regular water park. There's like, um, just like in the in the show, there's zip lines too. There's all this like adventure stuff that's off to the right side behind Main Street. I kind of want to learn more about that. I know. Oh, I know. And this show's the perfect chance to do those things. Please. Like, imagine imagine how cool that would be if they, like, wandered across, you know, they're, they're like, trying to find somewhere to hang out or whatever, and they're just like, hey, there's a water park. There's no dinosaurs here. Let's have a little fun. And you get, like, a little montage of them having fun. That would be amazing. We get to see what this water park, like, is like. I, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to see more ex- areas explored because we only really saw, you know, T-Rex Kingdom and the Gyrosphere uh, Valley. Like, I want to see more attractions. Yeah. Now, did you did you ever get a chance to see the live tour when it rolled around? I did, actually. I oh, saw it here in Orlando. Awesome. So, yeah, that show is another good example of, like, opening up, uh, you know, different uh sections of the park and whether it's like a little gas station or like a an adventure zone or whatever like (laughs) it's super cool to see these these little aspects of the park that you didn't you know you didn't know existed otherwise um and even the old um it's i guess it's old now the telltale uh video game for jurassic park where it takes place like right after the events of the first movie and there's the (laughs) like bone crusher roller coaster or whatever is that what it's called yep (laughs) and it's like this stuff that's not necessarily canon but it still shows you what could have been in a larger you know theme park world that is like for dinosaurs and every time they show something like that i'm like yeah that makes sense It, it just fleshes it all out yeah you know because jurassic world is is gonna or sorry jurassic park uh is gonna open up uh you know they're 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 getting ready in in that movie right and they have two two attractions like i don't know i feel like you definitely need a few more <laughs> to get ready well you gonna saw open that in the, the lunch scene they're working on jurassic tennis uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's the capacity for jurassic tennis like what's the line look like there <laughs> And they have that river raft thing, Uh which, uh, you know, sort of finally comes into play at Jurassic World in Camp Cretaceous. And they have the kayaking in the actual movie Jurassic World. Yeah. Which, how safe is that? Let's be honest. like Right up to the edges. (laughs) Like, just just dinosaurs drinking. Yeah. 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 It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) 
it doesn't have to. It's only in the movie for six seconds. It's fine. True, yeah. Hey, it's but we, we get another example on this show later on, uh, not in this episode, but uh, which is a, a beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, it's probably my favorite moment in the whole series. Uh, so, yeah. But, but this episode, this one's <laughs> unfortunately titled Things Fall Apart. And, uh, man, it's a... Uh, it's a big episode. It's a bummer of an episode. It's a whole lot of things. Uh, what were your thoughts and feelings on this just as a whole? I mean, like, it's it's a it's a very important part of the story. It's the middle of the season, and they're trying to <clears throat> kind of upend everything quite literally. Um, but they, the way they kind of sandwich it between something that ties back to the backstory uh, for the main character is actually, I art, like, artistically done more than they had to. Like they could have just had, you know, the big thing happen <clears throat> and then they're all the kids are running for their lives. But by sandwiching it, it kind of creates a better group dynamic and it makes him like the leader by the end of the episode. So I'm actually yeah. really happy the way they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it kicks off in, in Darius's bedroom. And, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, so I know I'm in, in for some heartbreak as soon as I see Darius's dad walk in. And, and I'm like, okay, it's a big flashback here. And in the first episode, there was like a little bit of alluding to the fact that he's probably not around anymore. So when I see him walk in, I'm like, oh, oh no, this is this is going to be an episode here. This is going to be a time. So, and it was, but uh, we have a little audio clip here um, showcasing that, that, that scene there. And I actually, there's, there's a few audio clips of these moments between Darius and his dad. And I'm like, I don't know where I want to cut these off. And I'm like, I don't know if I can. They're just so like pivotal and everything. So I have like the full, the full like little segment here. So let's take a, a quick listen to that. <laughs> Slow down, kiddo. One day I might need to use this hand again. Someone just posted Dr. Grant's latest article to the Jurassic World forums. And apparently it says there's all this new evidence of craniofacial biting in theropods. Well, that would mean theropods didn't just fight to kill. They fought for dominance, for power, and... And even for fun. Uh, it's, it's the next paragraph down. Darius, let your old man read. <laughs> Sacrifice the hand for this. I mean, can you imagine two T-Rex battling each other? Rah! Rah! I mean... I can't even wait to see one T-Rex at Jurassic World. Oh, we'll be there soon enough, kiddo. Then we'll see all these big guys for real. <laughs> okay. I was gonna wait till later to give you this. But no time like the present for a present. Dun, dun. <laughs> Ain't no pun like a dad pun. <gasps> wow. Matching raptor teeth. This is so freaking cool. <clears throat> Are you okay? I'm fine. Just a little tired. Hey, come here. We're going to Jurassic World, and it's gonna be incredible. Not just because of the dinosaurs. Because it'll be the two of us there. Together. I promise. So yeah, <laughs> you get this. Uh, you get a little bit of the story there that uh, you know there was a planned trip to Jurassic World at some point in in, in uh, I think they say it later on in May. Um, but 
there's a lot there's a lot going on in a scene and and you get this this great relationship between the father and the son you learn that like hey the dad is is just as interested it seems like in in all this stuff you know talking about uh you know the craniofacial biting in theropods i guess from from dr <laughs> well, grant which is a crazy <clears throat> you know little nod there yeah which um as a, a jurassic park nerd um and dinosaur nerd i'm sitting here going you know leave it to grant to keep studying <laughs> fossils because he knows that the theme park monsters are not real dinosaurs <laughs> and he is sitting and looking at, di- at bite patterns on the actual bones and other people might be like but dr grant your your job is extinct you can just look at the dinosaurs and how they behave in the park and he'd be like that's not real dinosaur behavior so like i gotta like i gotta <laughs> hand it to the series for actually bringing up some more paleontological information yeah and- um, like like he's doing actual studies out there, and that's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I I do love those little little nods. There's a bunch of them actually, you know, scattered throughout the series of like, hey, this character, this character, like this is what they're up to. So I really appreciate that, and I don't think it it wasn't like specifically said, but like in that first episode when he's like Darius like wakes up in the middle of the night, I always feel like he's going to a, a Dr. Grant book and opening it up and looking for the resonating chamber discussion, you know, to, to <laughs> figure it out. So, you know, there's all these references and it's, it's nicely weaved in without being too heavy handed. And I, I think it did a, a great job here, you know, kind of kicking off this relationship between the father and the son. I'm, I'm amazed that he instantly knew they were raptor teeth out of all the dinosaurs i don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's something special to their relationship or he's just that good mm-hmm. at detecting what kind of teeth they are but it's a pretty cool necklace no it it's is. a very touching scene and like i said i think it it uh, uh it perfectly bookends the, this episode the way they do it yeah oh totally um mm-hmm. and dad's just like uh, i'm just a little tired and you know he promises that they're gonna go and and I'm just, I'm already, you know, getting emotional here because this is rough. This is, I'm in, I'm in for a really rough episode. So, you know, it's a, it's something I didn't expect from this show is to get super emotional. And they did it. They did a, a good job of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, they really did. And it, I, I, um, the whole time watching, especially after like getting used to it in the first few episodes, I kept saying to myself, this is a kid show, right? Mm. And not only just because it's terrifying and people die, but also it's sad and people like emote. Like, yeah. so it's, it's emotional. So it is a pretty mature show for a kid show. Yeah. And Darius, you know, you can just hear it in his voice throughout this episode alone, like how, how much of a change he's going through. And I, I love it. Um, but we, we cut to the camp here and Darius is just, staring at the picture of his of his dad he's got the necklace in his hands um and and this is like kind of this is the moment this is it i'm sitting there watching the show a chopper flies in and i'm like here we go this is jurassic world's about to hit i'm i'm like pumped i'm ready how how excited were you when you saw that that chopper flying because i'm sure you knew exactly what that is you know well yeah, no, it's not only is it fly in, but just in case there was any question, they name drop. Oh, look, Mr. Mizrani is here. And it's yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things go down pretty quickly. I love this whole sequence and how how well it's shot with the with the chopper coming in. Like they, they know that this is an important moment. Uh, just like you see like the shadow of the chopper, like flying against like certain elements of the, the camp over there. And uh, at that point, Roxy is on the phone which we think with Claire and I, I do have a little uh, clip from that. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and play that for everybody here. If I can get my mouse to work, come on, come on, move. There we go. Okay. Okay. Don't want to work. Okay, cool. Uh, here we go. <laughs> 
Despite the pub's owner, Mr. Nasrani, just now arriving, we have something that we urgently need to discuss with you, Ms. Daring. You see... Don't forget to tell her about the raptor pet. Shh, I know, I know. Or the kids getting lost in the storm. <laughs> the point is... Or the life-threatening stampede during the storm. Shush! The point is, Claire, uh, Miss Deering, uh, we know that Camp Cretaceous is very important to Mr. Masrani and that you were thinking of having your nephews join us today. But we've had two serious incidents over the last 48 hours. Dave and I need more staff immediately, or we need to send the kids home ASAP. The mailbox you are trying to reach is full. Please try again later. Oh. Ugh. New plan. We do this in person. Mm, I'm sorry. Are you saying we leave the kids here alone? Our kids. The kids who seem determined to get themselves trampled and or eaten? Those are the kids of which you speak? We won't be gone long. If we leave now, we can be back in an hour or two tops. <sighs> I'll leave a note. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> I have so many things to say about this scene. First of all, why have two camper or two ca camp counselors if one isn't going to go on their own and the other one stay there? Like, why are they joined at the hip? Do they have some contractual <laughs> yeah. obligation to always be in the same room together? I don't understand. Why have two if you're always going to be together? <laughs> two. I love how they name drop Claire after saying Miss Deering like by accident, like she's just being accidentally casual so that the yeah. audience who isn't sure of what Claire's last name is, is clear who they're talking with. Yep. I love that. <laughs> also, the backstory that the nephew, Claire's nephews, the kids were supposed to actually go to Camp Cretaceous and hang out with them for the day, but they're suggesting it's not safe. Uh, bringing it all together. This is like Lion King one and a half territory where like <laughs> we're seeing all the stuff that's happening on the other side of the park, yeah. all the stuff that we've seen in Jurassic World is happening and it's done really well. Um, just little name drops like that always make me happy. Um, but yeah, so we got Masrani, we got Claire Deary, we got the nephews all mentioned. And for some reason, they just, uh, and the show knows it, like they have to bring it up. Our kids, we're going to leave our kids alone. Like they, the show <laughs> knows how ridiculous it is, but they're still going to do it anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I I love that. And I love that you brought up the uh, the two the two people there. I'm like, I wrote it down here. Is this really a two-person task? Like going out <laughs> to see Claire? Like, no, just leave one person. Leave one. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm like, all right, let's 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 create um, some more plot devices here. Uh, like, are they plot devices or are they incompetent? I don't know. Like, it kind they're of tells a line. Yeah. I love even it. the note they leave has to be left twice because <laughs> twice. <laughs> the first one couldn't even leave a note correctly. That's that's why they need two different people. <laughs> but I love I love the intensity of of Dave here. He's like, really, we're gonna leave these kids, our kids, <laughs> after everything they've been through. It's so funny to me. And and he even left out one incident that he didn't even know about. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the Carnotaurus? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they, they should have canceled camp after the raptor incident. What is yeah. happening here? <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I appreciate that they're kind of owning up to it, but at the same time, they're just, like, still failing at the whole thing. But they're at least owning up to, like, hey, we need some more help here. Um, and I love I love the fact that the, the nephews were intended to go here. I'm, I'm trying to, like, think back through Jurassic World and, like, did that ever seem like a, a plausible thing? Like, 
no when <laughs> yeah they when... were given the, the 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 wristbands like in their hotel room like before by the assistant before they even met with uh claire so in my mind they were always intended to just go with the assistant to go ride the rides and stuff like, yeah yeah that's that's always that band so so early on there in their trip well the, yeah they have a hotel room too like you know they yeah. have their own place to stay so i don't know if like they wouldn't have stayed at the camp or would they, you know, how long? Cause like all the other kids are at the camp for a bunch of days before um, all this happens. And I think there was, maybe like, they were getting a backstage tour and they were going to use the camp as the, like the, yeah, yeah, maybe that, maybe, maybe they were doing zip line day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's, it's all cool. And I love that fact. Like you're, you're saying like Lion King one and a half, just like, you know, put, putting these things in here and they don't necessarily like there's no reason to not believe it, really. Um, there was a, a line that Roxy had said, like that by chance or, or something like that, they're going to come out here. You maybe wanted them to come out. So they're kind of leaving it open to like she could have negated oh, that at any yeah, time. It was a discussion of possible things for the kids to do because she's too busy. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. So I'm OK with it. It's all good. And I, I love mm. that whole conversation. But like hilarious that they need two people to do all this but uh it's uh it's kayak day so the kids are pumped the kids are are gonna go out on kayaks and that's amazing like we were just saying was that this episode uh how dangerous is that but uh they were gonna do it anyway so (laughs) yes it's a very camp thing to do there just happens to be dinosaurs along the the coast of the of the water yep um yeah no it's uh and like they're talking about it and they're all excited and and and, but in the background (laughs) When they're talking about it in the background, Ben is drawing with the uh, the, the little <laughs> maps, the the kids maps or whatever. Yeah. And he looks so happy to not yes. have to go kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the counselor's like, sorry, we left you kids menus or whatever they said. And he's just like, just drawing off in the corner. And you know what? Rewatching it the first time, I didn't realize the importance of what he had drawn. He drew Bumpy, but like a more grown-up version of him and Bumpy, like the instead of Baby Bumpy. And it's like, oh, I think yeah. they even call it. Um, one of the kids calls it his Dino Crush. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, uh, Brooklyn bursts into the uh, the the like lobby area there in the camp and. Uh, She's she's angry. Her phone's gone. She's the only one that is allowed to have a phone here. She's mad. She she thinks she knows who took it. But then everybody's like, "Yeah, I I used it. I used it at yeah, one point." Everyone used it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it doesn't stop her from like just attacking Sammy because you know she saw the footage. She knows that there's some something wrong here. Um, and that whole you know, best friend moment uh, in the last episode between Yaz and, and Sammy. Uh, Yaz is now standing up for Sammy and she is just like, she is now attacking Brooklyn for accusing Sammy. And uh, it gets pretty tense between these, these characters for a little bit throughout, throughout the episode. Yeah. Cause they've kind of started to pair off a bit and like, um, like, kids often do at camp with you you make your friends yeah. and then you know you have your loyalty to your friends even though they've only known each other for a couple of days yeah so you know they're gonna test that loyalty a lot in this episode um off in the distance they do hear uh, a pretty scary roar they're like oh was that a t-rex or something um so they they decide to go out to the observatory tower that zipline tower and see what they can find and as they're they're heading out uh i have a little audio clip it's a, it's a short one so uh, let's take a listen to this wait guys i'm coming too <laughs> 
Asset out of containment. Repeat, asset out of containment. Stay indoors. ACU is responding. So, so yeah, there's no time wasted here. You know, we get, it was like literally right. last scene is like, hey, Claire, like Mizrani just showed up and blah, blah, blah. And now <laughs> asset is out of containment. Things have gone south right away. And I, I love it. Did you, like, what did you expect timeline-wise when you went into the show? Like, because I know I was, like, really concerned. Like, where does this show take place? How is it? I thought know? it was all prequel. I honestly thought it was just happening, you know, while the park was still a theme park. And this mm -hmm. was just some kids' activities that were going to take place. All the commercials showed, like, um, the Carnotaurus and stuff. And they had the logo as the T-Rex. I don't think they showed the Indominus Rex. So I had no reason to believe this was happening during the events of the movie. I hear asset out of containment on the walkie-talkie. <laughs> I'm squealing like a rat yeah. in joy. I'm like, is that a clip from the movie? It's like exactly what it sounds like. Um, no, so I, but, but also I watched it the first time with headphones. So, uh, and uh, maybe that's partly why I feel like this is... Um, kind of an intense show for kids but like watching the show with binaural audio is terrifying and Ooh. hearing that roar off in the distance in in the headphones like really caught me off guard yeah yeah and uh yeah that's just a roar and it sounds scary there's a lot in this show even in this episode alone that like it's pretty scary stuff and uh, i love it and uh, so after that point, they, they head up to the tower and, uh, the kids, the kids are observant. They notice there's no workers around. It's kind of weird. Brooklyn uses her, uh, YouTube hacks and, uh, unlocks, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the fences there. And they she, she did a whole unboxing video about how to break into your hotel room when you get locked out. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> I don't know how that's an unboxing video, but sure. I, yeah, who knows? It it works, whatever. They're just using the buzz terms, I guess. Um, so the kids notice something off in the distance. And, uh, oh, it's it's not a big scary dinosaur. It's a Brachiosaurus. That doesn't make much sense. Um, and uh, it's at this yeah, moment. We take a moment to appreciate Darius saying, no, this is what a Brachiosaurus <laughs> yep. sounds like. And puts his hands in exactly the configuration that uh, Alan Grant does in Jurassic <laughs> Park with his pinky out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the weirdest nod, but I'm here for it. <laughs> like, I, I like to think that Grant, in that same book from the, the, the Resonating Chamber, is like, and that's when I held my pinky up and held my hands together and, and two hands together like you're holding a golf club with a pinky out it's, it's very important to make it sound like a brachiosaur yeah so this is uh this is an audio clip here and how dare you camp cretaceous but uh let's take a listen to it uh it's coming up right here here we go didn't quite catch that uh one more time what are they saying Oh, great. They look mad. I told you we'd get in trouble. Zero, you need to get down now. Hurry. You're gonna have to speak up. I got this. <laughs> Why aren't you moving? You dumb kids. Get down here. Right. We need to leave. Now, now, now. We have to go! You're safe. 
It's really a uh, really tense moment there. A lot happens. And like I said, how dare you, Camp Cretaceous? You're, you're killing Brachiosaurus right there in front of me. I I, I was going to say, that's the second saddest Brachiosaur dying in a Jurassic imagery I've ever seen. <laughs> <sighs> like, we we just barely got over the, the one in Fallen Kingdom. Come on. Exactly. How dare you? Like, I, you know, he, he killed like a, a bunch of Apatosaurs in, uh, in Jurassic World. And yeah, it's very sad. But you're going to come after my Brachiosaurus, dude, back off. That that hurts. No, we're really, really <laughs> redo, like really showing off that she she's killing for sport. Like we're really showing it. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. she really is. Um, it, it okay. So I have a question: Is the shot where we first reveal the Indominus, uh, is she ca- camouflaging, changing color, or is it just shadows? Hmm. Oh, I don't she's know. Standing still in that shot for like a good four or five seconds, and then steps forward out of the shadows, and it looks like she changes from like greenery color, like she was pretending to be trees. And uh, but I can't tell if it's just the shadows are making it look that way. But either way, there was some intent there, like she's hiding. Oh, that's a good point. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to notice that. I I I was trying to look. I think at one point, but um, I saw her behind some trees. I'm going to try to bring it up here actually to see if I can because there's like a good two to four seconds of her not moving while the 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 counselor the workers are just standing there um that's the end of the episode hold on on, quiet (laughs) (laughs) uh where is it somewhere right around here somewhere oh no 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 stop 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 oh come on you what is this netflix come on where did the screen go why can't i control it anymore why are you doing this to me all right you have to relive the Brachiosaur death again. Oh, yeah, seriously. Things fall apart. Let's do this. Let's try this again. All right, so it's right around here somewhere, and they're looking in the jungle. All right, let me see. There's something out there. Something big. Oh, no, that's the Brachiosaurus moment. Brachiosaurus. This is great. <laughs> oh, all right, so Brachiosaurus goes, goes down. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, that's super, super creepy. It is, it's like you get the shot of these guys like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's like literally behind them just blended in with the trees. It's super, super creepy. I got to see that again. That's disturbing. (laughs) It's like honestly more disturbing than like any of the, oh wow. That is brutal. That's a better use of it than any moment I think camouflaging in jurassic world i mean having read the lost world book and the camp like the actual color changing carnotaurus and then then finally including it in the storylines of the movies uh and, but it like it's in one shot and that's it and it's so quick and it's like why are we using this camouflage technology with the the, the dominus more often it's too yeah. scary i guess <laughs> yeah and that's that's amazing like you're looking at the like the leg and in the background you see a lot of big like thick trees and stuff so it blends in perfectly the only thing you can obviously notice is like a foot on the ground (laughs) but like everything else and it's not even something that like you pinpoint right away because there's they they nicely put all these rocks all over the place so it kind of looks like it blends in (laughs) but uh man that's cool and like as it's coming out the leg is still green but the head is already turned white it's it's amazing. It's so good. They did they did a phenomenal like, job. She's stalking them and she's standing there waiting for the opportune moment. And mm-hmm. that's scary in and of itself. <laughs> the Indominus is terrifying in this whole sequence. Just absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um I love that uh 
uh, well, Brooklyn knows it. Sammy knows it. Like, we don't really get a lot of information on that right off the bat. We're like, why does she know this thing by name? Like, I I still don't really know, but um, but that's cool. And then they're like, oh, I can't see us up here. And you get that incredible, like, zoom in on the <laughs> eye. That's a good eye. That's not yeah. a T-Rex eye. That's a no. good eye. <laughs> And they're like, they're fine. They're good up there. But no, the Indominus starts attacking the uh, mm-hmm. the tower. And uh, yeah, that's insane. The, the kids get on the zip line, uh, obviously, which I'm like, are these brakes a good idea or what? Like the brakes are obviously. There's never a good reason to have those brakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they're used to, I guess it, it feels the tension of the wire moving. And they're like, hey, we need to slow this thing down. There could be a problem. not thinking like it might just collapse and, and, you know, stall the kids out in the middle of the place. But uh, Darius kind of, and and Yaz save the day there and and jump on and you propel right into the kids. Um, And then that's when the, uh, the tower completely falls um, and the kids fall into the trees. So kind of like, I think we were talking about in the last episode, like there's some moments of things that might not be too believable. This is another one of those little moments where like they fall, they fall from a good three stories yeah, down into the ground. It's really far. So I'm 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 okay with it. It's fine, but like it's another one of those like I'm kind of like, you know, making like a, a little check mark in my in my book and I'm like, okay, there's there's two there's like two 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 or three moments here that are a little unbelievable here for me, but I, I can suspend my my disbelief, I guess. So yeah. yeah. Bringing dinosaurs back to life, that's fine. There you go. But falling from that height <laughs> and not getting an injured ankle, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah. You gotta cut the line somewhere. <laughs> so um so they're they're making this episode very hard because like, man, that was really tense. And then we're gonna cut to hospital and yeah this is uh this is pretty brutal i actually this is another one of those moments where i have like the whole scene i'm like where can i cut it off but like it just seems too pivotal pivotal so uh let's let's take a listen real quick hey dad (laughs) you won't believe it but there are all these rumors online that jurassic world will announce a new dinosaur by the end of the year (laughs) oh really what do you think it'll be? Maybe they'll finally make an Ankyornis. Uh, maybe a Carnotaurus. <laughs> Dad, they've already got that. And whatever you do, do not ask me if I'm Carnosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're right. You really do know it all. Not everything. That's why this Jurassic World trip is gonna be awesome. And we're going in May, when they're doing all the hatchery tours. Darius. I've, I've planned the whole thing out. Where the lines are short so you won't get too tired. Where there are benches for you to take breaks and- D-Man, about the trip. Dad, don't say it. You're gonna get better. You have to get better. I, I need you to get better. I'm trying, son. There's a lot of things we were supposed to do together. So many things. That we can still do. Listen to me. This life, it doesn't always go your way. Things fall apart. But what matters is how you choose to keep moving forward. What matters is that you keep going. For the people who need you most. That's, that's the promise we make every day we get. 
despite all the hardships, you never give up. Then you aren't either. We're doing this together. No more dad speeches, okay? Fair enough. I should know better than to argue with you. You'll see, Dad. We're gonna make it to Jurassic World, and it's gonna be perfect. It has to be. Whew. Uh, yeah. That one... <laughs> that's definitely a scene that hurts quite a bit. Um, definitely, you know, the first scene was really emotional, but, like, this one just destroyed it and it's just like i'm crying like in this episode it's it's bad <laughs> yeah i mean it it has a little bit of levity with the all right don't and don't ask me if i'm carnosaurus <laughs> <laughs> um but no and i like I, his little speech is 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 perfect for what's going on in the actual episode so mm. it parallels perfectly but it's a lesson that he doesn't learn for a while Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think that's that's where the gravity of it hits me is that when he actually realizes at the end of the episode uh, that what his father said was true. Mm -hmm. um, but even also, he he mentions there's a new dinosaur going to be unveiled by the end of the year, and I wonder if that is the Indominus tying it all together into what is actually happening in the episode. So it's like completely all related. It's not just you know they're they're flashing back for no reason. This is all related mm -hmm. to the episode. That's what I was wondering too. I uh, I didn't know, but I just assumed that it was probably the, the Indominus. But the timeline of um, of Jurassic World in general is super super confusing. Um, we've had a lot of debates and conversations about um, about this timeline. So it, it goes as far as as people <laughs> referencing the 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 moon, where the moon is located in Jurassic World. I'm sitting here going, remember now, this is Christmas. <laughs> Yep, Everything yep. that's happening right now is Christmas. Because I know. the opening of Jurassic World plays a Christmas song, there is snow, and it is Christmas time. Yeah. So it's super weird to me because like that that was our first idea. You know, it was like, okay, so Christmas to me, uh, from a, a film standpoint, if I hear a Christmas song, I'm thinking hey, it's going to be Christmas, not it's past Christmas or anything. I'm thinking mm -hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. It's December, you know, something. Um, so that's what my mind is thinking when I'm watching Jurassic World. And, of course, like, the kids get to the park and there's zero Christmas decorations. Like, what? Why? Yeah. What <laughs> theme park wouldn't have Christmas decorations at Christmas time? I don't care if it's a tropical climate. Yeah. You still decorate. It's so weird. I'm, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that there wasn't, like, Christmas decorations in the movie because that really – wouldn't make much sense but um but why does the movie open with a christmas yeah. song <laughs> oh it's just it's so frustrating because it didn't have to happen like none of that it could they could have had snow but it, without it being a christmas movie because they have the snow in the beginning with the with the bird's foot going in it and which i i imagine that that's going to pay off in in dominion that there will be a bird's uh, uh you know what seems to be a bird's foot stomping in the snow and it turns out to actually be a dinosaur this time um oh but, you're giving them too much credit they just wanted to like give, <laughs> like pound it home that birds are dinosaurs by saying Maybe. look at the scary theropod foot just kidding it's a bird like but, they wanted to really trick you and they yeah. even do a foot a foot shot later and they're like look at this giant triceratops just kidding it's a baby <laughs> like, True. Yeah. Trevor just likes to trick you into fucking tiny feet or big feet. 
<laughs> that's just like an ongoing theme. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now that I he's back it. in the director's chair, you're going to see a lot of tiny feet be big feet. I, I want it. I want it to pour it over to the humans as well. And I'm like, oh, there's Maisie's foot. And it's like, no, oh, that's Owens. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's snow in the beginning, but like, do we need that Christmas song to make, I don't, it just makes no sense to me, especially, you know, being somebody who's super into theme parks and yourself as well. Like that whole thing is just yeah. a mess to me and um and then on top of that like i said people are actually analyzing the moon in jurassic world and and apparently based off the moon and the position on the planet it's apparently like the 17th or 18th of december but okay okay but then uh camp cretaceous uh or i'm sorry like i think the dreamworks twitter account posted a video for season two like of parents getting a notification that things have gone wrong at the park mm-hmm. and on the phone it says december 22nd so indicating that that's the day that this is happening i would assume and then well yeah yeah uh, then a vr game just came out the other day and apparently that game is saying it's the 28th of december and all confused and of course colin trevorrow a long time ago said it's a week after christmas movie on yeah. twitter so i don't know what's going on like what is happening i just i keep thinking about the fact that like the the Mitchells sent their kid in Jurassic World. The, the both their kids to a to a an island without them three day three days before Christmas. I'm like, this, did that really happen? Or the all of these kids in this show just a few days before Christmas? I don't know. It's all weird. Well, and and every Jurassic Park film has featured divorced or divorcing parents, mm-hmm. uh, but the TV show is taking it a step further. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is like really sad, but it is always about kids and coming from uh, a home that's not usual. Also, yeah. uh, he says they're planning to go in May, uh, but he doesn't end up going until he wins the contest. I guess in December he's going. Yeah. So that also gives you a little bit of timeline that he's he's missed the time he was planning on going, and it's in like six months later um, that he finally gets to go. So it gives you a good timeline of how long it's been. Um, so you know it could have been just a year. Mm-hmm. uh since since his father died and he's dealing yeah. with it now yeah and i you know outside of the sadness of the scene i actually appreciate that that little conversation because he's like and i planned it for may when when the lines are going to be short i'm like does that make any sense i don't think so but also like i planned no, out I all the benches about the time i think he's talking about the times of days he's planned it out so he knows when the lines will be short for each attraction like he's down to the down yeah. to the minute for full planning and he knows where all the benches are yeah well if he can, if he can uh, do some theme park planning and tell me when in May there's going to be short lines, uh, I'd love that. Um, but so anyway, we we uh, we get real sad for a bit, and then we cut back to the jungle, and um, that's the kids have just fallen off, and and they're all getting back up, uh, and they run back to the camp, and the camp is completely destroyed. Um, so how? How, t- like, did you ever look at that? Did you ever think, like, how did this happen outside of the Indominus Rex? Like, how how did the Indominus top or how and why? I guess did it topple well, that whole thing? She off took the tree? down the she took down the zipline tower. Yeah. So we know she's good at just pulling beams out that are support beams, cross beams, and <laughs> yeah. then they fall down. Um, but also we also and this is deranged, but we see Ben looks in a car and there's dead yeah. workers. So. Uh, it seems to me like maybe she noticed there was people up there and she's uh, people that should have been watching the kids, uh, but somehow weren't. But there were people at the campsite uh, and they, they maybe she was trying to get them and they they escaped 
uh, before the thing fell and then they got in the car, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, I I would I would appreciate that. Like if there was, you know, because I think there was like a few people in the car or whatever. But like, yeah, if there were some more people up upstairs or whatever, like that would that would be a little bit more believable. Like also how I just don't understand because it's at the top of a don't tree. Question. The tree's don't fine. Question. Remember in the Lost World when there's just like a guy's arm hanging off of the steering wheel for the boat, but yeah. it's inside yeah. of a small cabin <laughs> that a T-Rex wouldn't be able to fit his head in. Don't question it. I'm fine with it because like it didn't even phase me. Somebody else brought it up to me and I'm like. Oh, you're right. Like, how did that happen? I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it's all good. And it is gruesome. Like the, before the 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 Indominus like just annihilated those two guys at the base of the tower. Now there's like some some dead guys in this truck, and it's and just we're always seeing it through Ben's eyes. Yeah. Both both of the cases we the, the cameras focused on him finding the bodies or seeing the, the people be murdered, and yeah. like because he's the one that react the harshest. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's all gruesome, and I I well not gruesome, but it's like it's just you know behind the scenes you're like okay yeah that's pretty that's got to be pretty gross right around that corner. Um, but I appreciate the the intensity of of everything that they're not really taking any shortcuts or anything. It's 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 pretty intense. So yeah, but the kids are are on their own at this point, and this is basically where you know it kind of goes off the rails for everybody. Um, it's it's that typical sequence where everybody's at each other's throats in a film yeah. or, or a TV show. You can tell it's the middle of the story. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the middle of the season, the middle of a movie, the middle of a story. Yep. Everyone's at, at each other. And it's like, and you know, by the end, they're all going to be buddies. But right now, everyone's at odds with one another and all of their differences are being amplified. Yeah. It, it really reminded me of that scene in The Avengers, the first one, where like they're all in the... Uh, one of those like helic carriers and like they're all just mm -hmm. arguing at each other's throats. The camera is just cutting around the room to everybody arguing really felt like a lot like that. So, so they did a good job there, but um, yeah, Brooklyn is just attacking Sammy again. Uh, and then of course, Yaz is coming to the defense um, and everybody was just getting along so perfectly, just, just a little bit before this, but this is that moment where, you know, you, you alluded to it before, but Darius like, He's learned a lot and he learned a lot from his dad and he uses that, you know, to his advantage here. And he, I mean, you know, yeah, he has his little Independence not, Day moment. <laughs> not only does he give the same speech that his father gave because he realizes the words ring true that not everything's going to go your way. Um, he he lets go of the necklace physically, which is letting go yeah. of the of the feeling um, you know, he's still thinking back that like, I wish my dad was here, but th this is the moment, like he says, he has the memories that he realizes that his dad is there and that he can learn the lesson that his dad tried to teach him. And he can, you know, it's like he is there with him. And, mm -hmm. but it's the moment also when he becomes the leader of the group for real. And mm -hmm. that's why he's the protagonist and we're following him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I do find that moment interesting with, uh, and I have audio from it in a second here, but the fact that like there's no time wasted on the necklaces that he just he's able to get over get over that that you know that fear like and that that uh sadness i guess of it all really really quickly and i find that pretty interesting because i feel like in most cases somebody would sit there and mope around about not having the thing i know i would i'd be like oh come on i just i'm so mad but like he he's good you know he's 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 learned a lot over his life and and he takes it to the next step. And I, I really appreciate that about him and the show and as a whole, you know? So, yes. yeah, let me play that audio real quick. We're not giving up. I get it. 
It's scary. This wasn't how it was supposed to be. Things aren't always gonna go your way. Life is messy and sometimes things fall apart. But that's okay, because when that happens, we pick up the pieces and keep going. And we never give up. What about your necklace? It's not important. I've got the memories right here. What are we supposed to do? Get south to the park. Get help. And the only way we'll make it is if we do it together. We're a team or we're nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit longer of a sequence, but um, but yeah, there it was awesome. Like everything there, he reflected it right off what his dad said, uh, mirrored the, the, the speech pretty well. And uh, yeah, it's a nice pivotal emotional moment. I love it. And then immediately was it Yaz asks, you know, what do we do now? And he he leads immediately. He's mm-hmm. got a he's got a plan. So like it it didn't waste any time on that. Yeah, yeah. Kenji's with him, everybody's with him. The kids all decide to stick together and and all that drama seems to be in their past. So we'll we'll find out in, in future episodes if that's true. But um but yeah, I, I love that moment. It's really, really pivotal. This this whole episode is is really important for the series and it, it kicks off what I was expecting of, you know, the the whole like the timeline wise, like like I asked you before, like I just thought that this would be maybe a day before and you get to see like one moment as it leads right into this whole Indominus a thing, uh, Indominus attack. But like the the show is so much more than that, and I really really appreciate that. So I know maybe I wasn't giving them enough credit initially um, before the show came out, but man, they they nailed it, and and DreamWorks and you know and Universal and Netflix all together really really nailed this episode in particular and in the series as a whole. So at this point they they stick together and then they cut to the jungle and <laughs> the Carnotaurus. <laughs> Just you can't end around. an episode without having some kind of cliffhanger. <laughs> no, of course there has to be, and and this is a really interesting one. Carnotaurus is facing off against the Indominus through the fence, and the Indominus is like, "Hey, man, you want to get out?" And just clings that's to the a, fence. That's exactly how I read it too. It's like, "Hey, you look like you're sad behind those bars. Let me help you." It's I love like it. when a uh, when a monkey is let loose or uh, in in like a a zoo or a kennel and opens all the cages to the other dogs and lets them free in a movie like yeah. it's that where it's like oh I I like being free I'm gonna free you I'm gonna go eat all of the apatosaurs but I'm gonna free you <laughs> yeah one of these days I really want to like pinpoint all the the specific places that the Indominus was at, you know, like how it how it escaped from that paddock and then I guess ran through the jungle, went to the kids camp, went to Carnotaurus. Like, I really want to pinpoint that. And like, I want to get my own map, put it on my wall and be like that. That was it, Charlie Day, like that, like image of him, like looking all crazy with all the wires and stuff like the, the thread. Yeah, I just want to do that because I'm like, where, you know, where is it? I don't know. But <laughs> Well, I know Ben has a, a, a menu map in his fanny pack if yeah. you need one. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think DreamWorks sent me uh, like a little package, package, and I think it has that map in it. So I might be able to just pin that little thing up on my wall. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that brings us to the end of the episode. And uh, ah, pretty brutal episode. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of carnage and a lot of... Uh, 
sadness and uh, emotion and hopefulness. So it had everything, everything you could want. And and like you were saying, this is like the halfway point here. So through four episodes, yeah. and we got four more left. So yeah, any any final thoughts here before we uh, we head out? Do you have anything else about the rest of the series or anything? definitely is like the emotional core of the of the series and it grounds it in in some kind of reality the last one had a lot of funny stuff even though they were in mortal danger this one because the indominus is such like a a formidable foe i really like the way it was cut and and intercut with the the backstory uh really strengthening the character and uh giving everyone a reason to rally around him so yeah no it's it's a masterful show for a kid show. I think I've said that 18 times now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't, I can't stop saying it. I always sound like such a, a shill, you know, when it comes to like talking about this show, because I, I speak so highly of it, but I think it really deserves it. Every aspect. There was, of it. Um, there was, uh, 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 I didn't mention it. Let's see. I wrote it down because I thought it was so fun. Uh, they are the, after they, the, 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 the middle flashback, they, when they get up and they hear a roar in the distance and uh, one of them says like it could be anywhere and I'm like that's like Jurassic Park when it's like with the fences down it could be anywhere and they, don't, they can't tell the direction because of the echo okay that's neat then yeah. they run and they jump over a log and splash in a puddle and I'm like okay that's straight up the two shots from Ellie running yeah. to the uh, electric room like it is exactly the huh. same two shots although they didn't recycle one of them the way they did in jurassic park so <laughs> they only showed it once but yeah no if you watch that little moment when they're running um before they get to the the just demolished camp I, it's those little moments to me that like this isn't just for kids it's clearly also for fans of the or made by fans of the franchise that will put little tiny hidden things like that in there yeah you know i I, I love that stuff, and I they they really nail it. The, I've said before that the show is not it's not necessarily a super deep show, but there's there are a lot of uh, nice elements like that uh, for for huge fans of the franchise from Jurassic Park to Jurassic Park Three and everything in between. Like it's it's really awesome what they were able to accomplish here. Um, and one thing that like I find interesting is the fact that there's not at least up until this point I, I forget to be honest with the rest of them, but. There's not much in the way of Jurassic World music, so they're really, really using yeah. the Jurassic Park stuff. And this, you know, this is a moment where you want to hear those Indominus themes. But uh, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I just don't think that there was anything no. in this one. It has its own type of music for most yeah. of it, and then here and there, they're like like the flashback earlier um, when they were talking about uh, the the raptor teeth necklaces. There's uh, the beautiful piano score from Jurassic Park plays. Yeah, and and like. And so perfect and it really sets a mood um but then the, the show has its own score i don't think they ever really reference i don't think they ever reference the the giochino how do you say his name you would know better than yeah anyone. i just say giochino <laughs> okay uh they don't reference the jurassic world score uh that that i notice no um i'll have to go rewatch it again just to see but definitely <laughs> the indominus in this i didn't hear anything that that sounded like the jurassic world it was more just threatening camp cretaceous music yeah it, which is it's super interesting you would think that hey this is the moment mm-hmm. where jurassic world comes into play maybe we could utilize it and and i forget like i said i don't remember if it's in any of the, f- the upcoming episodes I, I completely forget but like that moment with the family and everything you just mentioned like that that is a perfect moment to use that family theme from Jurassic World. There's a a wonderful family mm-hmm. theme there, which they use there, and they also do use it a little bit in Fallen Kingdom. So it's not necessarily like 
only to the you know unique to the Mitchells or something like that. Um, so it's it's a theme that they could have continued to use, and I, yeah. I think just like the, the the park gates and the mm-hmm. the colors on the the camp vehicles, everything's more yeah. Jurassic Park than World here. Interesting. I, I just yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I think uh, underutilized. If if it's utilized at all, I don't remember, but <laughs> underutilized for sure. Because <laughs> the Giacchino stuff is is really really beautiful, and I think it stands up there yeah. with a lot of John Williams stuff well, like, uh, for this series. I, I haven't written it. I haven't written yet, but watching POVs for Jurassic World: The Ride in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it really hits you, like especially the gates open, and I'm like, I do love the Jurassic World score. I have the album on CD, and it's like the only CDs I bought in the last 15 years has been. <laughs> In Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. Yes, and I love I love hearing that music in a theme park ride setting because like it, it hits me that like when I'm not watching the movie, like oh I really recognize all these themes. So yeah, I think it would have stood out to me if I noticed it in Camp Cretaceous. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll surprise me in, in the next one. I don't think so, but I <laughs> forget. Um, but anyway, thanks thanks so much for joining me. It's been a blast. Um, yeah. Anywhere uh, that people can find you online. You can find me at Theme Park Stop on the YouTube and Alicia Stella on Twitter. Awesome. Now, now before we get out of here, uh, what do you, what are you more excited about? I don't know. If this is like a easy or it seems like an easy question. What are you more excited about, Velocicoaster or Jurassic World: Isla Nublar out in Universal Beijing? Well, okay. I have to say Jurassic World Velocicoaster because it's closer to my house. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's more likely that I will travel 20 miles down the road than go to <laughs> Beijing in the next year or so. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to finally see a dark ride, an indoor dark ride that isn't water-based for a Jurassic ride for the first time ever. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that all plays out in Beijing. But I'm pretty excited about this roller coaster because I know I'll be on it all the time. Oh, <laughs> Super jealous. One of these days, I gotta move. I guess I don't. I gotta get closer to those parks. <laughs> like, not only do we have Jurassic Park here at Universal Orlando, we now have a mini Jurassic World. So it's like, come ride the Jurassic World Velocicoaster in <laughs> Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure at Universal Orlando. It makes sense. <laughs> but you know what? At least they put up some some wreaths and garland and stuff like that around Christmas time. So they they know what's they up. They do. <laughs> I don't know about the Jurassic World section. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just skip that entirely, but it'll stay on all the Jurassic Park stuff. Well, we have, we have, it's in canon. They don't decorate in Jurassic World for Christmas. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me. It's been a blast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to find us over on JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find us over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod, on Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast, and on Facebook as well. Please subscribe to us over on YouTube and follow us on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks, everybody. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.